I see Rihanna is here, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say something very controversial. This I will actually get in trouble for this. Rihanna, you take all the time you want on that album, girl. Don't let these fools on the internet pressure you into nothing. Then along came the best gift. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Shut up, please. <laughs> I, I can beat you up, okay? And that's serious. I was gonna give this speech in Italian, but I'm too drunk, because there was no food. The food, when we got there, they were like, the food is over, you can't have any, it's just didn't drink, so like, I, so. It's a blueprint, and I followed it my whole career. It's very simple, there's three things you do, just do these three things. Pay your taxes, mind your business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name. Welcome back to the show. Those are some of the sounds from last night's Golden Globe Awards. Now, truth be told, I didn't know who won last night. I didn't even remember that they were on last night until uh, producer Stephen Chang mentioned to mentioned it to me this morning. Now, you shouldn't be surprised. Hollywood award shows are setting records in all the worst ways. The Emmy Awards attracted the smallest audience in at least three decades uh, last September, while the last Golden Globes fell to a 13-year low. Now, many are predicting the April Oscars will be the least watched in uh, the modern era, and the Grammys are trying to avoid uh, a similar fate. TV networks are now quick to blame the pandemic, and there's no question it did have an effect. But the decline in ratings isn't new. It's just accelerated uh, during the pandemic. Over the past decade, the Grammys audience has shrunk by more than 20 million viewers, while the Globes has, uh, has lost more than 10 million. Uh, joining me now to talk about the struggling award show is Rick Forchuk. He's a movie blogger at Rick's Picks. Rick, thank you for joining us. Hey, a pleasure to be here always, Jazz. Well, we haven't been talking about award shows for a long time um, because of COVID. In many ways, uh, this will be the year in regards to some believe uh, a greater interest in in, in them, but uh, that is still up in the air. Uh, last night's Golden Globes, first of all, your impression of the award show itself. Yeah, not impressed. I didn't think it was a good show at all. Uh, I used to like the Golden Globes, by the way, uh, not because of the selection of the winners or the losers, but rather because it was the one award show where everybody ate and drank. And when the folks got up on stage to accept their awards, uh, they often were, you know, having a little too much medicine. And uh, there were some funny, funny moments. Uh, last night's show was a bit of a drudge. And, um, there were a number of people who decided uh, when they got their awards that uh, they were more important than the show itself. So they took far, far more time than they should have. And uh, I would much rather see them say, thank you very much. Thanks, mom and dad. Thanks to my producer. And they're gone. But uh, when you get somebody such as Michelle Yeoh, who's a performer that I really like, uh, simply saying when the music starts to play her off, I'm not going. I have things to say. And other people pick up with that. It just becomes a drudgery. So uh, I didn't like the show. I, I didn't like uh, what the, what happened with the show. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association used to have just 83 members, and they were virtually all older white men living in Los Angeles because that's one of the requirements, but you have to be assigned to a foreign press. So a lot of these people came from publications that you or I have never heard of, would never read and would never see, and um, they were in Hollywood. They were doing such things as getting all kinds of trips uh, from places like Netflix. And uh, for the people that uh, 
for example, that uh, produced Emily in Paris Mm -hmm. for Netflix, uh, took the Hollywood Foreign Press people on a big junket, uh, looked after them, gave them money, gave them gifts. And then uh, when the uh, when Emily in Paris was nominated, oh, what a surprise that is. So this is now a knee jerk reaction to kind of stop some of that stuff. And it's going to take a while to work it out if the show survives. You know, last night's show was on NBC. NBC did not run it last year. And there is some question as to whether they will do it again in the coming year. And I think that's part of the bigger picture as to whether award shows are really relevant in today's world anyway. Jess? Yeah, I mean, I, I, from what my sense of just looking at social media, and I didn't get a chance to see it last night, but was that it, it, the show came across as a bit woke. But the bigger question that you've raised here is about um, award shows themselves. Many would argue that they're generally very top-down. The establishment or the institution itself sort of decides what is the best, what is, what, what we should be watching. And in the era of social media, when everybody has an opinion now, uh, these award shows seem just, um, in one case, elitist, and another case, just out of touch. And, and, I, and I agree with you. I don't know how they turn things around. I mean, if I think of the Oscars last year, the only thing I'm going to remember is Will Smith slapping Chris Rock, and that's a sad yeah, indictment that's right. of, of the award show. That's, that's the only thing we remember. Yep, that's the highlight. Uh, and you're right about that. Um, and, and they're absolutely right about the top-down approach as well and the elitist approach. Uh, the Oscars is uh, the Rolls-Royce or the Cadillac of all award shows, allegedly. And uh, it becomes less and less relevant because uh, uh, the Oscars have uh, for traditionally uh, had a couple of things going for them. First of all, they love movies about movies. So if somebody makes a movie like La La Land, it's about the production of movies or Hollywood in itself, that's going to get a nomination. Uh, they also seem to have an aversion to movies that make a lot of money. So a film like Top Gun Maverick or Avatar, uh, The Way of Water, these movies are now in the $1 and $2 billion range. Uh, they probably won't get top awards because the Academy itself feels that, um, well, that's so common. Everybody's going to see those. So they select something that most of us have never seen and, mm-hmm. and maybe will never see. So that's the Oscars, and, and they have not changed much. And in this area, as you said, Jazz, of social media, when we can get on social media, find out what other people are feeling, and live tweet during these award shows, you recognize that what's happening on television from the award show and what most of the people watching are saying there's a huge disconnect there, just a huge disconnect. Yeah, and it's such a structural challenge. I mean, if you think about it, well, the Grammy, I mean, instead of just movies, let's look at the Grammy Awards for a second. Yes, they can have artists who sell well, but you may find an artist on YouTube or on Spotify that you never have heard of that you may really love their music, and they're never going to be found at the Grammy Awards. Or if you are watching, let's say, the Emmys or even uh, the Oscars, you may have a TV show or a movie that uh, that's come out of Korea that you saw on Netflix that you're not gonna you wouldn't necessarily see at your local movie theater. And the movie theater itself, you know, I go to movies a lot less now because TVs are so uh, they're so advanced today. They're bigger, great sound. You can have a nice movie room even uh, if if you have the space in your home. You don't necessarily need to go to the movies anymore. So uh, you're absolutely right. The structural challenge, the long term challenge, and I don't know how they get around this at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't either. And they all seem to, um, over time, mm-hmm. seem to kind of coalesce into one. Uh, mm-hmm. The American Music Awards, the Country Music Association Awards, uh, the MTV Video Awards, uh, the People's Choice Awards. Uh, these things are, you know, 
you see the same people all the time, the same artists. Uh, when there's a country music show, it's always Dirk Bentley and uh, all the same bunch of guys. Uh, the same is true of all of the music award shows. And as I said initially, the public was clearly tying up, tiring of this jazz because the ratings for award shows have been slipping year by year by year. And some of them are no longer even on major networks. They're streaming or they're on uh, some of the more elite uh, networks that we don't even get in Canada. And that's a sign as well that uh, people are just getting tired of it. So I think um, in order to be able to say this is a great movie or that's a great movie or this is an award winner, uh, they have to do something more than have a bunch of uh, people that we don't know following a plan that we don't know about, selecting people, some of whom we never get to know. Uh, I think they need to do a much better job than that or recognize that it's a different world. Yeah, different that, world, and let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. Rick, thank you so much for your time, my friend. Enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, Jazz.